position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, special friends and neighbors. This is the... 28th episode of the Best Linux Games Podcast. The podcast where the quality goes in before the name, <laughs> as they say, goes on. I'm your host, Screw Sprite. And uh, anyway, uh, this is being recorded on a Friday, May 8th, uh, 2015, uh, at 10.58 a.m. Pacific Time. And oh my goodness... We have a bizarre assortment of games for you this week. Um, and a bunch of deals, some of which are really, really good. Um, but our new and noteworthy, first of all, our new and noteworthy, we have to start with a game that is I don't know whether it's good or not, and I've played it for a little while. And I'm not I'm not entirely certain, but it definitely has profound potential. Our new and noteworthy 
new and noteworthy has to start with DEX, D-E-X, which bills itself, let's see what they have to say, DEX is a two-dimensional, side-scrolling, open-world, cyberpunk RPG with a focus on exploration and non-linear gameplay. I only have like 30 minutes logged in this game. It is really, really cool. Um, whether or not it lives up entirely to its, uh, its copy is anyone's guess. Um, but I love side-scrolling platformer slash shooters, and I I love this idea of combining them with uh, a real role-playing game element. Kind of like Fallout 2, but if Fallout 2 were a side-scrolling shooter, but also if it were just a beat-em-up. That's kind of where I've gone insofar as the game. The dialogue options are great. I, you know, I don't know. You'll have to check it out. This is a, this is a roll of dice. You can definitely because I paid exactly seventeen dollars and ninety nine cents for it. Um, you can definitely bet your arseholes that there will be a review of decks in the weeks to come. Um, it's ambitious and. It's, the problem that I have with it is that it's not that fun to play. But that might just be because I'm so early days into it. It came out on May 7th. That is Dex. D-E-X. Now, up next in our new and noteworthy, we have... <laughs> For those of you who... I know that there's a huge segment of our audience that has demanded... For a long time, steampunk miniature golf. Well, for those of you who, yes, rejoice, because vertiginous golf, V-E-R-T-I-G-I-N-I-V-E-R-T-I-G-I-N-O-U-S, space golf, is finally a reality. <laughs> I have not played this game, and... And frankly, I'm not really looking forward to playing this game. I have not bought it yet. It's steampunk mini golf. And by steampunk, I mean it looks just like mini golf. So, um, what they have to say about it, Vertiginous Golf is a dystopian steampunk mini golf adventure game set in the skies above an alternate world where life on the ground is enveloped in permanent smog constant darkness, and never-ending rain. I don't know, ma'am. I love miniature golf games, though. However, the thing that's stopping me from buying this is that it's $15.99. And that's at 20% off, which that deal ends uh, May 13th. Check out the video. You be the judge. It's your vertiginous golf. By the way, vertiginous is one of my favorite words. Um, vertiginous as in vertigo. Uh, vertiginous as in vertigo inducing 
golf. Um, it does not look that spectacular, but I love miniature golf games. And in fact, I really like miniature golf. But 18 or $16, I don't know, $15.99. And that's only till May 13th. Ah, man, that's a hefty price to pay. And this does not look like it's going to pump my nads. With and I hate steampunk. I I especially hate anything that's willing to label itself as being steampunk. So, <laughs> uh, there we go. That's vertiginous golf. Up next in our new and noteworthy, we have a game called High Strangeness. I think. Uh oh. Ivor. Yeah, High Strangeness. This looks compelling because it builds itself as a hybrid of 8 and 16-bit games. Meaning that you switch from 8-bit to 16-bit games in the same game. So it's like parallel universes. Um, High Strangers is a hybrid of 8 eight and 16-bit games at 12-bit. So it's a 12-bit adventure. That's hilarious. The game's core ability is to switch between 8 and 16-bit worlds, and the player uses their generational differences to solve puzzles and explore the universe. Now, if this game were $3, I mean, I would be all over it, but I've watched this video several times, and it looks interesting, but they want $8.99 for it. So, I don't know how you're, how you personally will break down on it, but, uh, for me, I'm gonna wait. And oh, and by the way, the $8.99 price tag is 10% off, and that's only through May 13th. So, uh, man, they're, you know, unless you got just change to throw, you know, it looks like a nice thought experiment. Uh, but even, even watching the video, the gameplay looks pretty formulaic. And by formulaic, which you would expect, by the way, in all fairness, out of a game that's, you know, an 8 and 16 bit, you know, of course it's gonna be formulaic, but it, oh man, it just, oh, I'm lukewarm on it. So, that leads us to our last new and noteworthy which is a game that I bought literally 20 minutes ago. I've yet to play it. It is called Egg Returns Home. Forgetting the fact... Excellent choice of music. Egg Returns Home is a simple platformer about an egg which is trying to find his way back home. At every level, Egg needs to get to the teleport. This came out on May 5th, 2015. So only three, three or four days old by the time you hear this. This looks like a, one of those platformers that you really want to take a chance on. And why do I say that? Because it's $3.59. We'll know more about this later on today and tomorrow as I play the game, but it looks really fascinating because you're just an egg, but you have all the physics of an egg. So, you know, 
you're 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 not quite a spheroid. You're not you, you are a spheroid, I guess. But you you're you have like in the long so like you're rolling yourself, and you have a little mustache too, which is kind of cute. Um, it looks like it has tons of potential. Just check out the video, and for three dollars and fifty nine cents, fuck yeah, I'll take a chance on Egg Returns Home. Um. This leads us to our miniature feature for this week. Um, I was listening to, uh, Jupiter Broadcasting's excellent, excellent, um, show, uh, Linux Unplugged this morning. Well, yesterday morning. Um, yeah, actually it was yesterday morning. Uh, it comes out every Tuesday, by the way. You should all buy into Jupiter Broadcasting, uh, for reals. For reals, bitches, this is not a drill. This is not a test. Um, but anyway, uh, Linux Unplugged this week. Finally, I've been able to catch up a little bit with, um, the big JB. And they have this debate about good old games and, uh, they are launching a, what, what, you know, good old games is trying to market as a counterpunch to Steam. Um, in that, Good Old Games is launching this thing. I can't remember what it's called, but, um, basically, it's Steam, but without having to have an account with Steam. But it's, 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 of course, Good Old Games' own proprietary network, so it's just like Steam. And the funny thing about this is, Here's what I love about Steam. First of all, there is nothing that Steam has not gotten right. And that's a period. Literally, what do I mean by that? Literally, in terms of, especially in terms of Linux, Steam runs on every platform it does require that you have a login and that, you know, blah, that you... Everything that you buy on Steam, of course, is not really your own because it does require the Steam network to play. But that is a small price to pay, especially in terms of Linux, uh, for the ease of use, convenience, and the ability to play with everybody. All your Windows friends... Etc., etc., etc. This is just ridiculous in of itself. Like, I mean, what I'm trying to say here is like, before Steam, there were no games really on Linux. I mean, there were games, but there were, there weren't enough games to justify a podcast like this. Um, there weren't enough games to justify any sort of significant interest in Linux as a platform at all for anyone who is, like, you know, trying to develop a big game, you know, like a... We're talking, like, you know, like a... You know, like a million-dollar game. Talking about in terms of, like, cost of... cost of development and stuff. There was nothing. There was nothing. There was no... There was nothing. Steam provided all of this stuff. And it also opened the marketplace 
to everyone, it democratized everything, and did it with the real intention of making it a Linux-focused platform. Not that it's focused on Linux, but it's built off of Linux, and Steam is definitely, you know, blocked. So, good old games new, quote-unquote, you know, Steam, you know, attempted Steam in terms of, like, uh, uh, universal uh, matchmaking and, you know, blah, 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 social networking and etc. system, is that it's non-proprietary. This is their pitch. It's non-proprietary. So, you know, your license for your game is your game. You buy your game, You it's your game. It's your software. That's great, but they also failed epically in that they're not including Linux, really. See, okay, look. Let me put you this way. One of the biggest games, and I don't talk about Windows, and this is one of the reasons why I'm having such a hard time talking about this right now, is that good old games, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe, came out, or maybe it was a month ago, I, I'm not sure, came out with the Rebel, um, the X-Wing, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, and X-Wing Alliance. The whole suite of X-Wing and, you know, TIE Fighter games. The, the space simulators, um, from back in the day-day. Uh, they only made them available for Windows. The same is true for this new, um, quote-unquote, you know, Steam competitor, uh, client. They don't have a client that runs on Linux. Now, if they had come out with all of those games with a Linux port, which is not difficult to do, and we all know this, because we've played, you know, The Witcher, and and by the way, don't get me wrong, I love anything that runs on Linux. If it runs on Linux easily, because I want, like, I want games that run on Linux the way and I hate to say this, but like I want game. My mom does not play games, but I want games that run on Linux, the way that they should run on Linux. You know, a way that my mom could play this game. You know, oh, okay, well, you buy the game, just like Steam, by the way. Oh, here's a game. Ah, it's three dollars ninety nine cents. Add to cart. Check out. Install. Play the game. You know, no. No insane configuration. You know what I mean? Um, if they had, if good old games had launched with a client that actually supported Linux, or alternatively, if they made it so that, you know, these games, the, the, especially those, the, the, the X-Wing, TIE Fighter, X-Wing Alliance, you know, cause, man, I love those games. I beat all of them. I'm a monster at those games. I'm a monster. I'm a motherfucking nightmare at those games. I haven't played them in years, and I won't. Why? Because they're not being made available for Linux. So, I, I fail to see the compelling argument for good old games' new platform in any way, shape, sense, or 
you know, blah. Because Steam, it runs on Windows, it runs on Mac, it runs on Linux, and it runs on Linux first of all. And it, it it's bringing this tremendous wealth of not just like back, you know, back catalog bullshit. It's bringing all of these new games that people are developing towards this platform. Why? Because Valve has 20 million fucking... It can compete on any level. And they have yet to fuck up anything. Of course, the caveat some would, some purists would say is that you do not own your own software. Well, you know, like in terms of like Steam. Okay, fine. So I buy this game for $3.99 and it requires the Steam platform to play. Well, the Steam, Steam right now, at least, Steam has made it possible for me to stream games from my Linux machines to other Linux machines in my house. I do not stream Windows games. I don't play Windows games on Steam. I've been demoing uh some things for a friend of mine who happens to be staying with me. Uh So if you want to look up my history, my play history, if you want to look up my library, yeah, there might be some time there. Um, But that's it. Steam makes it impossibly easy to have access to these games via Linux and makes it system agnostic at the same time. Especially in regards to multiplayer games. You know, if it, if it comes out on Steam and it has Linux support, then it's going to run on Windows. So your friends who run Windows machines can, you know, play Counter-Strike, you know, uh, Counter-Strike Go with you, they can, yes, you may not actually own the software software of it, but that to me is a very poor argument in comparison to the fact that it is democratized development the entire development spectrum, it's opened up 20 million, you know, it's opened up a market of 20 million people. Yeah, okay, so you charge $3 for a game. Well, you get 3 million, you get 1 million people, that's $3 million. So anyway, you might not actually own the software, but you are paying the actual developer and you are getting to play the game like a first-rate citizen of the of the world, which is a new thing in terms of gaming, in terms of Linux, which is why we're here. So anyway, let's get to the deals, shall we? First up, Yes, 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 I know that I promised a more rant-free format, but anyway. First up, let's not bury the lead. The Witcher 2 is currently 85% off through May 11th at $2.99. This is a magnificent game. It is one of the best role-playing games I've played, especially if you're looking for something 
that just you can play with just a, a dual stick, you know, a dual stick controller. So that's The Witcher 2, 85% off, $2.99 through May 11th. Up next, we have Goat Sim, Goat Simulator, which is 66% off. Now, I have not logged any time on this game, but I've seen a lot of videos, and uh, I keep meaning to get around to it, but a lot of people really like it, and it looks just like fucking madness. So, Goat Simulator is 66% off through May 14th. That is $3.40 through May 14th. That's Goat Simulator. Up next, we have a game, and like... If you know me at all, you know that I hate scary things. Why? Because they scare me. They scare the shit out of me. Well, Dread Out. D-R-E-A-D-O-U-T. D-R-E-A-D-O-U-T. Okay, yeah. Dread Out. I think maybe one of those uh, spellings possibly came across. Um, which is a game that's kind of like a Fatal Frame. Um, if you ever played that game, Fatal Frame is, you, you're powerless, you have to take pictures of ghosts, it is a horrifyingly scary game, Fatal Frame 2 is even more so, but Dread Out is like that, but you're a Japanese schoolgirl who ends up in an abandoned fucking ghost town, with horrible things happening and all you have is your cell phone and it's little camera and I'm never, never, ever, ever buying or playing this game because it looks so fucking scary that blah, Dread Out <laughs> how was that for a breaking endorsement? Dread Out is 30% off at $7 and I think 49 cents through May 11th um, it is very popular, that game uh, let's check out the Oh man, I don't even want to go to their page because it's so. I, I'm, I'm not a pussy, but it scary shit. Dreadout is a third-person supernatural horror game where you play as Linda, a high school student trapped in an old abandoned town. Equipped with her trusty smartphone, she will battle against terrifying encounters and solve mysterious puzzles, which will ultimately determine her fate. <laughs> I don't want to die. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yes, I'm a macho man. Macho, macho man. Um, the user review has been very positive. Uh, ostensibly, this came out May 15, 2014. Uh, very positive review, 753. Um, Dread Out is 30% off, $7 and 49 cents, which is, oh, that's 50% off through May 11th. I'm sorry, 50% off. So if you're into that sort of sick, fucked up, scary, terror, nightmare, fuel bullshit, then there you go. And then finally, we have Foul Play, F-O-U-L, Play, which is 75% off. This, it looks like a beat-em-up that's trying to be, um, Battle Block Theater, but, you know, I haven't played it yet. I got it, you know, exactly 30 minutes ago. Um... But I can tell you that it's 75% off at $3.74 through May 11th. This is Foul Play. It looks like Hattie Hatterton, um, 
has like a revenge quest. It's a side-scrolling uh, multiplayer beat 'em up. Let's see. Uh, let's, t- let's 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 see what they have to say. Foul play. This came out September 18, 2013. I I missed it. Um, it looks cute. Looks fun. Um, plays the Demon Hunter Baron Dashforth in a side-scrolling co-op brawler set entirely on the grand spectacle of the theater stage that rewards performance over pummeling, perform shattering takedowns and reversals. The reviews have been very positive, 345 reviews, came out September 18, 2013. So that is Foul Play, it is 75% off, $3.74, also through May 11th. So, to review our deals uh, this week, we had The Witcher 2, which I strenuously suggest you all go buy. It is a fabulous game. Witcher 2 is 85% off, $2.99 through May 11. Then we have Goat Simulator, which is 66% off at $3.40 through May 14. We had Dread Out, which is 30% or 50% off at $7.49 through May 11. And then Foul Play, which is 75% off at $3.74, also through May 11. Um, and to uh, review our uh, new and noteworthies, we had Dex, which is a side-scrolling cyberpunk role-playing game that's... I'm not having a great time with, but I see the potential in. That's Dex, D-E-X. Then we had Vertiginous Golf, that is the steampunk miniature golf game. Then we had High Strangeness, or what the fuck is the name of this game? Oh my god, my producer Ivor Molina has failed us by not... Oh wait, he got drunk. Oh wait, no, that was me! High Strangeness. Yeah, High Strangeness. That's the 8-bit versus 16-bit multiverse... Um, puzzle game. Uh, and then we had Egg Returns Home, which I look forward to giving you a review of that along with Dex in the coming, you know, several weeks. Um, that about does it for us. Uh, check out the big voice girl. Find me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. Thank you for listening. And I will see you. Do you know what? I'll see you next week. Motherfuckers. And I won't see you on good old games, com- you know, alleged competing foe, you own it, but no one plays it network and it doesn't run on Linux without a client. I mean, suck a dick. I mean, how big of a non-issue is that? Look at what Steam has done for us. Just saying. Just saying, kids. Anyway, hope you enjoyed. Get to gaming. Till then, later. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. 
BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.